ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Hello and welcome to the Bastards of Babylon podcast episode 38. Let's fucking do this. Let's get it. Oh, I hope that's not a Miller light you're opening there. It's not Miller, it's not Bud. It's a run out of beers. Run out of beers over here. God damn it. (laughs) Fucking people. Why can't you just. Why can't you just Uh, go back to your shanties and leave sports and beer alone? Fuck. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, Yingling is going to be the only one safe, which, you know, it's the oldest brewery in America. It's really the only beer anybody should be drinking anyway, but... There's no commercials for Yingling either, so there's no... I mean, I haven't seen them, so there's no reason... Oh, back east. Back east there is. Oh, they do them back east? Well, I mean, I don't know how much they... I've seen them, whatever, on the east coast, but they're just now getting, like... I mean, they just got to Texas, what, a year ago or so? Maybe two at this point. Well, so they're still not across the whole country. So we still, everybody still doesn't know about the greatness of fucking Yingling, but you know, maybe eventually. Stay out of it, Yingling. You stay out of it. The Blue Mountains of Kurs Light, they can go ahead and stay out of it and uh, we'll stay safe for a little while. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Miller Light doesn't like fucking chicks in bikinis, hot chicks in bikinis. I mean, <laughs> Bud Light likes men dressed up as women. Mirror Light hates fucking hot chicks and bikinis. I, I, I'm not real sure what the classic American beers are thinking. Who are they advertising to? I really don't know. But uh, methinks you're going the wrong way. Was it? It was Coors Light that had the twins back in the day, right? What twins? You don't remember the twins from the commercial? The, the Barbie twins? Yeah. The, the, those blonde Barbie twins were yeah. Coors Light? Oh, I, Wasn't I, it I don't Coors know. Light? I don't know. Those commercials, like guys things like, I like baseball, blah, 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 and, and twins. And they the, show those fucking. Weren't they in Playboy, the Barbie twins? I believe so. I mean, who wasn't in Playboy in the 90s? That I mean, if you were, if you had a cup of coffee for five fucking minutes, Hugh Hefner had, that, had you in that goddamn magazine. Barbie twins, beer commercial. It was Coors Light and it was banned. That motherfucker got banned. Because it was so hot, so yeah. Oh, man, I, I have, feel, su- I I have feel such good a with... good like I have like one of those uh, Rain Man memories when it comes to tits, like just yeah, where I saw the tits and what context and what was going on. It's a rare gift. I don't like to flaunt well, it. Well, hold on, hold on. Maybe uh, I think you're right. It's good. I'm good. We're mixed reviews. Mixed reviews on on the Google. Yeah, I can't remember which, but I just remember the it was a commercial guy singing. 
He's like, I love baseball, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Toyans. And she'll the fucking twins. I think you're right. Yeah, the Barbie twins. <clears throat> yeah. Which, I mean, looking back on the whole thing, <clears throat> in the face, they weren't that hot. But, you know, it's cold mm-hmm. beer and they had their tits hanging out. It was awesome. Like, who, like, one of my favorite lines from The Aviator. Yeah, who doesn't like tits? It's one of my favorite fucking lines. Like, who, who in their right mind is against chicks and bikinis? Like, so they're basically like Pamela Anderson's starter kits, just not nearly as hot. Not like, nearly as hot. Yeah. But for twins in a beer commercial, sure. they get like the uh, like the athlete. I call it the athlete discount. Like, remember when everybody was trying to tell us that Danica Patrick was hot, and I'm like. She's four foot ten and a hobbit. She's not hot at all. And there are there we've been over this before. Danica Patrick, when she's dolled up, looks hot. Nah. But you know, she's a race car driver, so that does make her hot. I get it. I feel no, fully... she doesn't look hot in a race car driver. So that's when when she does not look hot. It's when Aaron Rodgers dolls her up and, and takes her out on town ten years ago. Yeah, that didn't last very long. Well, that's a, yeah, he doesn't like to keep them around. And <laughs> he does date a lot of hot brunettes, though. So, uh, yeah, another thing. That's his calling card. For another sure. thing he and I have in common among being awesome at quarterbacking, really, really ridiculously good looking, all yeah. the things that bo- he and I have. You're both 6'3, got rocket arms. He's 6'2, okay? He's 6'2. <laughs> You're giving Sorry. him Sorry. 6'2, rocket arm, great athletes. Scholars yeah. from Cal. I mean, you know, he he doesn't take me out with him anymore because he's like scared that I'm gonna like get the hot ones every time we go out. <laughs> gets, he's a real petty, uh, jealous guy. I don't know. You know, what's funny is like we we always for a long time hated him just because he was <laughs> just that California too cool for school, just total douche personality. And he still is. He still is. He's way hippie, the ayahuasca, the whole thing or whatever. But if you talk to people that meet him, he obviously has that quality to him where he can be pretty much fit in with any crowd. I remember, uh, you know uh, who Nick Swartzen is, the comedian? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, kind of weird. Played uh, Super Terry on, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on uh, Reno 91. You can't do that. Terry! <laughs> yeah. Pew! Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. So he he tells a story. He he was he's an, actually a Minnesota Vikings fan, like huge, like nuts Minnesota Vikings fan, and fucking hate hated Aaron Rodgers, of course, hated the Packers, of course, and then he meets Aaron Rodgers, and he's like, he's so fucking cool, and I'm like, God damn it, <laughs> I hate that I like him now. And they just end up becoming, like, good friends or whatever. So anytime they're in town, like, you know, they hang out and shit. That's a weird combo. It's God, such a weird a... combo, yeah. Because Nick Swartzen's, like, 5'2", and, you know, just kind of dumpy and a comedian. And, of course, Doesn't you got Aaron really, Rodgers. Not a guy that's going to hit the gym ever. Nah, nah, I wouldn't call him a gym rat, per se. <laughs> uh, but he tells that he tells a story about uh they're in I, I think they're in Green Bay I can't remember might have been in Minnesota either way they're out for like uh, lunch or something on the Saturday before the game and this old couple this old ass like couple with Packers 
you know, they stop by the table, and Aaron's very gracious, and like, and the lady's like, Aaron, I know you're gonna do so good tomorrow, and you're you're just gonna throw that ball, and we're gonna score all the touchdowns, and we're gonna, you're just, you're the best, and we just love you so much. And Nick's like, you know, Aaron's being gracious. Nick's like, hey, what about me? And she looks over at him. She's like, he's like, you don't know me. I'm like Jimmy Johnson, wide receiver. Oh, Jimmy, of course I know you. you I mean, you catch all the balls. Yes, of course I. We'll be rooting for you too. <laughs> you it's catch like, the ball when Aaron throws it now. <laughs> and then they then they walk off, and she's like, "Who the fuck is that fat fucker? How does he does he play receiver? He's not on our team. No, no. there's no way. Yeah. So, but he fucking like had her going, and she was like. Oh, you can't. You just, when Aaron throws a ball, you catch it now. You always catch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I just can't imagine yeah. like, living in that town. Because it, I mean, every person's ever been there has always described it as that. It's so parochial, just small town. The players walk around. It's just like it's a, it's almost like a college town, except they're millionaires. That's really the only difference. But other than that, the people just treat them like normal and, you know. Yeah, for some reason the NFL draft is going there in a couple of years. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't why. It's gonna be so goddamn cold. Well, not even that. Like, where you think you think Green Bay is it just a? Well, or maybe they do. Who fucking knows? Like, where's the sports bars? Where's the party street? Where's well, they the have a Lombardi Avenue or whatever? Like, there's tons of bars and stuff to go watch. So that's all that. I mean, like. It's is it going to hold a quarter of a million people coming into town? That, I don't think so. That's going to be a problem. <laughs> I don't think so. Like, are, we, gonna... are we ever going to find beer? Oh, God, I would hope so in the state of Wisconsin. We might have to, like, instead of posting up at a sports bar like we've been doing, it might be, like, we might actually have to go to the draft grounds, the, the NFL setup like grounds. old school style? Probably, because, like, Fuck, man. I, I I mean, we'll find out when we get there, but, like, I can't imagine. It's going to be like you got to get posted up at these sports bars super fucking early to get your spot and don't fucking move, so. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm going to do some more research on it, but for a game and everything, anybody that's ever been there that I've talked to, they're Green Bay fans. I said it's, there's nothing like it, nothing quite like it. It's really just a big college town atmosphere, just, but with pro football, so. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, they literally like shut the town down. It's like a combination between like college and Texas high school football, where like the whole like the town's done. Like fuck you for the next three hours, you're not getting shit. If it's not a goddamn cheese curd or a cold beer, you can go fuck yourself. Well, now Aaron's in New York, so he said, "Fuck that small town shit. I'm going to the big city and um, gonna do some good things up there in the Big Apple." Yeah, I was interested in that line to see what it was when it came out. It's actually a pick 'em. It opened at a pick 'em. Jets home versus the Bills. What week one? Yeah, seems like a seems like a bit of an adjustment there. Oh man, um, yeah, give me the Bills on that one. Yeah, that was that was a six point game last year. So that's week one. While you're not used, and Aaron's a notorious slow starter. That's, He's notorious uh... for not giving a fuck about week one. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's a that's a an easy lean to the Buffalo Bills on May sixteenth. So very early, very early. 
Never too early to make a good bet. Uh, speaking of never too early to make a good bet, uh, all the people that made a good bet that probably there was something fishy about Trump being a Russian spy of some sorts, uh, which was the report, you know, founded and paid for by Hillary Clinton. And then the Mueller probe or Mueller probe, whatever, turned out nothing. But they kept the narrative going anyway um, for, I don't know, six years now. Yeah, anybody that made the bet that that was all a bunch of bullshit early on, and the, they you, you can cash your tickets now, boys and girls. You can cash those tickets. Because Longhorn, yeah. what, what uh, report just landed on everybody's heads and everybody's laps that just totally confirmed what you know all of us crazy conspiracy theorists uh, well the Durham, the, the Durham report finally dropped and this is this has been going on for years I remember telling you about this before way before we even started doing this show that there's a there's a report that's gonna come out these things take years nothing's really gonna come from it um but it is going to kind of rock the system as much as the system's gonna allow it to be rocked anyways. Uh, this is the biggest, like if you, I mean, there's literally a show on either Netflix or HBO Max, I can't remember which one, but there's a show, a new series about the Watergate scandal. Like it's got Woody Harrelson in it. It's like, it's like the, you know, one of the top shows on, on one of the, one of the, um, the things on smart TV. And, uh, I sound like an idiot when I talk about fucking technology, one of the things on smart TV, it's one of them, <laughs> so stupid, whatever. Anyways, one of the shows has, uh, a, a full series about the Watergate. And if you think the Watergate, which is widely known as one of the biggest political scandals in our history, and it is, was, until this. Everything because, after it's been named Gate, because of it. Like every other scandal. Yeah. Well, you know, my political and sports world. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate that the, that the, the hotel, you know, that's it's weird how that's weird how things carry like that. But that was a president sending people, not the FBI, not the DOJ, into his political uh, opponents, uh, you know, private quarters to get to find out some find some dirt or whatnot. This case was, hey, <laughs> this was the uh, a person running for president falsifying documents lying to FISA judges to to gem all the gem all this up using the DOJ under Obama who knew about it to lie and make all this shit up about Trump just to get that fucker out and you know it's not really just a democrat thing because it, you know it, the DOJ is supposed to be bipartisan but you can't do something like what they did without uh, at least the other side turning turning the other way and just looking the other way while they did all this bullshit. But this is the most incredible scandal that we've ever had, and nothing's going to happen. I told you nothing was going to happen two years ago when I first told you about this. Nobody's going to go to jail. The top officials like Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and Andrew McCabe, they've all been fired by the or you know let go by the FBI that they did that over a year ago, all these people are now on the payroll of MSNBC and CNN as, you know, special, special, uh, you know, 
people to bring in. They've had these people in the last couple of days to talk about it. They don't give a shit. Um, so, you know, it goes along the lines of what we said before. Like, they don't care. They don't care anymore. They're going to do what they want, sweep it under the rug, and like like the old Hillary Clinton or Clinton machine, uh, you know, mantra, deny, deny, deny. And then finally, when it comes out, why are you talking about that's old news? Like, yeah, that's the mainstream media has been, oh, this is a nothing burger. Like, mm -hmm. we already knew this. Like, you already knew that (laughs) the lady running for president sent spies into the camp of the other person running for president. And then after she lost, she spent $15 million dollars to falsify a report and then get that report. Just the the guys you mentioned from the FBI, there was no cooperation. They just took the report and said, all right, investigation time, bam. They could have made they could have made one phone call. They could have made one phone call and find out and found out that this this is not hold water. This we can't I'm sorry, we can't do but they didn't need to make the phone call because they got the phone call from fucking the other side saying, hey we're going to give you this paperwork and you're going to fucking do the investigation. And that was just yes. the order and they followed it. Yeah. It's so gross. And like, and, and also it just so happens if you're chasing the tail of a, of a fake Russian scandal of Trump getting peed on by Russian prostitutes in a Hilton in Russia, when you're chasing that and all that bullshit's going on for years, you know, you're not chasing, you're not chasing the 30,000 emails that Hillary Clinton destroyed uh that was that was admitted to get into uh foreign you know foreign people's hands like like uh evil actors and uh, like that's that literally happened and nobody cared because we're you know the the fake media was chasing around this bullshit story uh you know propaganda well i mean she paid a fine she paid a fine for it oh she paid a fine Mm -hmm. yeah great that's that's fantastic so in in a real in a real country you know, a serious country, all these people will be in jail up to and including some of the biggest names surrounding this story. And the media would be winning uh, Pulitzers for actually covering this. Instead, they're winning Pulitzers for fake stories, which they literally did. People want Pulitzers on the fake Russian. Oh, I mean, do we take those back? Do you, do you get those back now? Do they? It's like- it's like winning a Pulitzer Prize for fucking investigating Harry Potter for I mean, molesting one of the fucking trolls or something. Like, think about if you got what? that you got that award on your mantle at home, and your little fucking grandson or your walk. Hey, what's that? What'd you get that award for, Daddy or Grandpa? Oh, I got that for some fine work I did, some fine journalism, real fine journalism <laughs> I did. I, we got that Trump. He was a he was a. But it, uh, daddy isn't, wasn't that, didn't they say that was fake? And you're out of here. Get your, get your little <laughs> Republican ass there. I hate you. Like, I mean, that's just embarrassing. I would put that thing in the closet and never talk about it again. Yeah. But we can take Reggie Bush's Heisman away because his mama took, you know, a couple of cars. So I don't know, man. Like it's at this point, it's just, it's just depressing really at this point because again they're going to do whatever they want they don't care anymore uh they got the backing of the media they they just don't care so Here, here's my thing though it's funny to me because everybody's like 
oh my god now the fbi is corrupt how are we ever gonna go on like dude that's the way it was founded by jagger hoover it's always been this way now they've switched allegiances over the years but it's always been this fucking way there's still a very strong possibility that the fbi is who killed martin luther king because hoover fucking hated that motherfucker he framed him or he tried to frame him tried to fucking blackmail him out of accepting the nobel peace prize um it didn't work and then that pissed him off even further and the next thing you know the guy's dead and, so and it's and it's almost certain and I, i'm choosing those words pretty accurately it's almost certain that the cia uh you know was in on the jfk and bobby kennedy assassinations i don't know if you heard uh robert kennedy talking about that on the um oh yeah uh what's what's the englishman's um oh but the crazy russell brand russell brand yeah he was on with russell brand and my god like i mean he was spitting out the fucking i mean to the detail all this stuff and uh and russell brand was like like basically at one point he's like you know are you, you were like you're these are some accusations and some details are you worried that you will get assassinated basically like because you know he's like spilling the beans on the cia in like extreme detail i would, I would encourage everybody to go uh listen to that russell brand interview with with robert f kennedy f kennedy it's it's pretty fascinating uh that, so yeah we're we're this is not new you know like the, the, these whole this whole system has been corrupt like this and you know it's it's the sign of a fallen nation for sure and that's my get... point is like kennedy was a democrat obviously but the party the partisan is not what got him killed um whoever you want to say did it you fu i mean you fuck over the mob who got you elected you know that's kind of what's gonna fuck like nothing good is gonna come of that i'm not saying they're gonna automatically kill you but like in the book that I read uh, about the Dulles brothers, that was one of the first comments when the guy that wrote the book, like he went to visit Alan Dulles in his older years, and he started asking about, you know, um, JFK. And, you know, he had some good memories of him as a, as a kid. You know, he knew him as a boy, watched him grow up, you know, obviously knew his dad. But then, like, the conversation turned cold because it's basically like, JFK came into office and was like, fuck you, Alan Dulles, fuck you, CIA, fuck all this other shit. And right. then at one point, Alan you Dulles, know, like, they're just walking through his garden or whatever, and he goes, yeah, you don't, uh, you don't piss off the people you pissed off and uh, stay alive. He yeah, just made he, that off-the-cuff comment, and then they kept walking. He turned the subject to something else. Like, holy well, shit. Robert F. Kennedy was talking because he Robert F. Kennedy brought up Dulles uh, a couple times in that interview, and um, you know, like JFK was pissed at the CIA. He's, I mean, I think the, I think the line that that he said um, is that uh, after that Bay of Pigs incident, and, that and just, that was the incident that Alan Dulles was forced to re quote unquote retire on because yeah. I mean he was at the end of his. He's getting old anyway. I mean, he he was the JF or the JF the uh, Hoover of the CIA. Like that was his baby, right. his fucking right. thing. He molded it. Like he he disobeyed presidents. He fucking harbored Nazis. He fucking got top Nazi leaders out of fucking Germany, placed into America. 
under fake names and fake identities to work as operatives for him, quote-unquote, or whatever. Like, he didn't give a fuck about Nazis. He was all about anti-communist. That was his fucking deal. So, yeah, he was that dude. So he had molded that organization to be what he wanted to be, just like Hoover did. And going back to the, real quick, going back to the Watergate thing, that's where Nixon learned that shit. Like, when Hoover died, because Hoover died when Nixon was in his first term. And I don't know if you ever saw that movie, and I don't know if this is a real quote or not, but I can almost imagine that it is. But when fucking they told Nixon that Hoover was dead, the only words he said was, Get me that old cocksucker's files. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had a fucking file on everybody, and everybody fucking yeah. knew it. That's why nobody fucked with that dude, because he knew every chick you <clears throat> ever fucked, every fucking time you ever jaywalked. Like, that dude had the dirt on you. And that's what he tried to blackmail uh, uh, Martin Luther King with was the affair, the extramarital yeah. affairs that Martin Luther King had. That's and not what he a lot tried. of people know about. That, yeah, I mean, but that's fine. But like, he had the fucking dirt on fucking everybody. So Nixon was trying to do the same thing. He's like, well, if that's what he did. I can. But Nixon is an old, old, old fucking uh, Dulles. Uh, he Dulles basically raised that kid to be president one day like and it, and it was strictly by fucking happenstance so he the story is he sends there there's some communication coming back that um the dulleses are intercepting from like all these people that are touring the um early touring like before the war's over early touring the uh holocaust sites and stuff and they're seeing all this terrible shit that's going on over there all those communications coming back and pictures, blah, blah, blah. They're intercepting all this because they don't want, you know, the war to end quite yet. They don't want these people getting prosecuted, so they're trying to fucking cover some of this shit up. Well, just so happens, years later, this young Navy, whatever the fuck he was, like nobody, they sit down to fucking look at this ship and, like, make sure it's cleaned up. It was being decommissioned. So happened to be Richard Nixon. So happened to find some of these old-ass files that just kind of got lost, like even lost to the dolls. They didn't even know they still existed. Finds all this shit, reports it. He gets flown up with the files to the dullest. You know, they have some conversations. Next thing you know, he's running for congressman in California with no money. Nobody knows him. Bam, he wins. Bam, he wins that. And he's, like, coming on a while. Like, it's just one of those things, like, he got indoctrinated early as kind of like a hush money type deal made it all the way to the presidency which i don't know dulles ever saw that quite happening but anyway i'm gonna do that that's gonna be my next plan to you know find over. some old nazi uh yeah documents. i don't know maybe some p tapes i don't you know it's undecided <laughs> it's undecided in my exact campaign strategy i'll figure that out later but i'm i've got to figure out a way to get to the top but uh, but no that that cia thing like jfk you know, said that I wish I could break the CIA into a million pieces and they were, and they'd be gone forever. And yeah, you just, uh, guess what? When you, when you start saying things like that, you might not be around for too long. And I remember him talking to Jay, uh, Robert Kennedy was talking, uh, or talking about when he was listening to his father, Robert, uh, after, after JFK was assassinated. That's the whole yeah, he Mr. was go- well. He Robert did. He went around, and his first call was to the CIA, 
and his first question was, are, are y'all part of this? Did, what was it you? His first instinct, his first call was to the CIA. Yeah, because he knew how much Alan hated his fucking brother. And it, again, his brother forced him out after the Bay of Pigs. That wasn't, it was, like I said, retirement. Yeah. Which, it was a bad fucking plan, and it didn't go well, obviously. And, and JFK didn't want to do it. He, he didn't was want told to do it by in the, the first CIA, place. He was he told by the CIA, that. you have to do this. You got to do this. He was like, well, I don't want to do it. I don't, I, and, then, and then when it went bad... I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then when it went bad, they were telling him, you got to send in air support. People were getting killed. And like he, he was like, no, I told you, I'm not, we're not, we're not putting, you know, it's kind of, it's very similar to sort of the uh, Afghan and Russia thing going on. But like, he's like, no, we're not getting into a hot war like that. You know, you said that this was going to be quick and easy. They were going to drop their arm and it was going to be over. And it went to shit real bad. And it, and it was a huge stain and he, and he was pissed, and, you know. We know the rest of the story. And that's the thing, like, when you read that book, the book's called The Devil's Chessboard, by the way. Um, the Does it talk about Jack Ruby in there? Because that's the mob connection. Like, like when you're talking about the mob, like, that's how... Oh, no, nah, he was a stooge. Of course, but, like, a stooge said, I mean, he was used by, I mean, that's, that's the, he was a gangster, though. No, he, he was a wannabe gangster. He just owned a couple strip clubs in Dallas, like... He hold, like he was like a familiar. He was not he was not part of the mob. That dude had too big of a fucking mouth. He drank too fucking much. He was they they went to his titty bars and stuff like that. They didn't and they, they let him in his poker. Like he would go play poker there at Campeses off Mockingbird, he was, whatever. Yes, he was okay. Um, he was a words. familiar, yes, but he, he was, was not used part he was of used fucking, though. He was yeah. used, yeah. Uh and you know, he's he of course uh is he still alive i don't know but he was nah. alive for a long he was alive for a long time in prison and nobody really talked to him apparently he went crazy and and you know i wouldn't be surprised if he got the oh uh one flew over the cuckoo's nest uh zappy zap that made him uh not be able to communicate properly anymore that wouldn't shock me at all yeah well i mean that's the old story is in in the back room in camp pieces where they played the poker that's where they planned him to go take out Oswald, like the families that be, you know, came together and said that. But the mob ties comes back to Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy was, you know, again, not part of La Cosa Nostra because he was a fucking dirty Irishman and they don't allow those in. But, uh, you know, he did do a lot of business with the mob and he just told him so like hey i want my boy to be fucking president which he wasn't talking about jackie he was talking about uh his oldest son his oldest son then died uh in the war jackie's what he had left so he's like hey i want my boy to be president and you know the mob pretty much did all they could to facilitate all the votes that they could to get jackie elected president and then once he was elected president you know the mob's like okay we did our you know how the mob they, like we did our fucking part so you know, how about, you know, we don't really need any favors, just fucking kind of look the other way here and there. And then he hires Bobby as his fucking uh, secretary of state, I believe, or defense or something. And Bobby literally, the first thing he does is go after the fucking mob. It's the first mm -hmm. fucking, he went after him full force. And like, hey, yo, Joe, what the fuck? Got and your boy after, fucking voter president. And now this is what we get. This is what after, we fucking get. After the Teamsters too. Yeah, after yeah. the fucking team. I mean, like, the whole fucking nine. And, like, 
I mean, you don't. That's where the mob ties because because they fucking because Joe was big in with them. They fucking crossed them or Bobby crossed them for whatever. And I still don't understand why he would do that and why Joe would allow it. Like, I don't know, man. Um, Greasy palms and back rooms, man. Maybe maybe the game plan changed. You never know. You never do know. Funny he brought up the old uh, lobotomy though, because funny story. The oldest Kennedy girl. She was one of the uh, ones that went, you know, a little floozy in the night back in the day. And uh, Don't they all? Joe thought that was going to embarrass the family and ruin any chance that his boys had of being president. So mm -hmm. they told him about this new, you know, uh, experimental procedure that calms down, you know, crazy young minds like that and has them acting right. And it was called a full frontal lobotomy. And Takes he gave a out. full frontal lobotomy to her his own daughter mm. and she lived off the rest of her time in a home that's unfucking believable those fucking unbelievable man. i mean you know that because back then the i mean the lobotomy was uh it was used um it wasn't it's not like when you think of a lobotomy now you think like it's like oh my god but like back then there was you know some propaganda behind it like you can use this for this or that uh but obviously it didn't probably didn't take long to realize oh shit uh this is actually like um turning people's brains to mush and they are worth they're worthless after that but you gotta believe that she didn't go along with that willingly of course so, not so if she didn't go along with it willingly i mean where's the reports on this like is there not like I mean, she had she would have had to have been forced to do it, held down to do it, and basically turned into a vegetable. Yeah, I don't know anybody that wasn't strapped down to have a lobotomy. By but... one of the biggest political families in our history. Literally, our, our country's closest thing to royalty that we've ever had. We're the fucking Kennedys. So, when we think about what this whole uh, Durham report and... Oh my God, the, the corruption of the CIA and the DOJ is, is as frustrating as it is and as much as it pisses you off and how we're just not playing on the on a fair, you know, uh, you know, playing field. This is not new. This is just fucking not new. It's par for the course, man. It's just there's more information out now. Um, but the apathy still remains the same, you know. It does matter for the history books, though. Like, I will say that, like, you know, with, with the internet now, there's going to be much more documentation. It is going to be in the history books. It will, you know, in generations after we're long gone and they look back, you know, how we're speculating on, you know, the Kennedy and all the stuff that went down in the, in the 60s. Well, when people in the, you know, uh, the year 2200 look back, well, it's going to be documented. And it's going to be well documented. So it is important to get this information out. Yeah. It, is, it is important that this, this report was done so that when history looks back on these fucking assholes, maybe 100 years down the road, it can be done differently. I don't have high hopes. I don't think they can do it. But, I don't think they can do it. <laughs> I mean, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, it'll you know pay off down the road. They'll talk about like the Hillary shit and everything that she's been... A Accomplice to I fucking and hate cleanse. that cunt. I, I, I wish that they'll cunt talk would about hang. that with the same, like, unbelievable. Like, we just had the discussion about 
the oldest Kennedy girl to get a full frontal blot and be like, what? How? How? Yeah. It'll be the same conversation. Like, she paid $15 million to, like, here, because so the CIA under Dulles, that's what he perfected, and that's really what kept him, you know, on top for so long because he was so good at, and it's more of, uh, they, call it, they call it like an influence operation, and we do it all the time. We still do it every day overseas. We have fucking operatives all throughout the world running influence operations in so many different fucking countries now. So many people undercover posing as this, posing as that, that all fucking work for the CIA. They're all fucking infiltrating all different levels of uh, government in different countries. They are influencing votes. They're influencing fucking narratives. They're influencing their fucking social media. They're doing all this shit to push our objectives all over the fucking world. And we've been doing this since the goddamn 30s, dude. Like, we have been doing this all over the fucking world. And Alan Dulles Dulles was the king. That's why it was called the devil's chessboard. This dude was the king of this shit. He could mastermind geolytical plans. I mean, step for step for step for step. What country would follow what country... What he needed, what button he needed to push here, to push here, to push here. This dude was a goddamn, I mean, just he was like a Doctor Evil except without the funny. Like he was for real, just a criminal, fucking evil genius, a true right. sociopath, a true fucking sociopath. He was cold to his children, cold to his wife, cold to his mistresses. He didn't give a fuck if you did, if you weren't like helping. Yeah, he had many mistresses, but if you weren't like on top of his mind or on top of his agenda at that fucking moment in time, just get the fuck out of his way because he literally would look through you like you didn't. And this is on children speaking. He would look through you like he you didn't even exist. You weren't even, you were just a, like an apparition. Like you you were you were just kind of a figment of his mag- imagination. He could just brush aside at any fucking time if you were not part of his top priority at that time. And again, that that's what this uh, fucking Mueller report and the and the thing that Hillary fucking paid for. We ran a fucking influence operation that we do all over the world. We did it here in America to a sitting fucking president. That well, is before treasonous. before he was even president, but like you before, know. yeah. But then after he was, it was a coup. Was sit- we did a coup. coup. Yes, that, we it's, did a coup. It's treasonous. They should all be fucking, I mean, by law and by the Constitution, that's punishable by death. They should all literally, by the Constitution, be put to death. Period. Trial pending, of course. they got to be fucking proven guilty. Yeah. But once they are, they should all be fucking put to death. They should all be executed, as says so the law. You know what? You know what? They're not going to. No. And and let let me just... Nobody loves this country more than me. You can a lot of people love it just as much, but nobody. Nobody knows anything more about patriotism than I do. (laughs) It's it's, as much as me. (laughs) It's very serious, but like think about what you just said, and think about the what just happened to all the American people on a very small scale with this uh, with this uh, treasonous act to to one of our own. Now. Think about all around the world. Like you just talked about, we got tentacles all around the world. We got bases all around the world. I love this country. I love the idea of this country. But do you understand why so much of the world hates us? Like, like you know, like there's a reason that we're so fucking hated. 
because what we're feeling with this this uh this this treason against us is what a lot of countries feel that we do to them all the time overthrowing their governments influencing their governments making them do this making them do that saying we're going to help you pulling out when the shit hits the fan like we have fucked over the world so much for our own gain here at home that we and we all get to fucking you know ride the, the coattails of all this evil that we do out the rest of the world we do a lot of good things too uh, this isn't a bash america you know segment but like we do a lot of bad shit too and you know i think that for good balance as as americans we need to realize that <laughs> there's a reason they hate us and like like 9 11 is it, that was terrible but there's a reason that people are willing to go to that kind of links to fly buildings into our fucking planes like i mean it's not just because oh this is by five planes into our buildings there we go that's say that was the wrong way yeah yeah but so that yeah there's a reason they don't just say hey well you know it'd be cool let's go let's go get in a plane and, and kill like no there's reasons for this and like so if we see how dirty and corrupt our own doj and cia is to us they're doing the same thing around the world all the fucking time literally every fucking day uh there was a good story in that book also about and you just wonder how different the world would be. Um, and I can't remember. I'm sorry. It was either Iraq or Iran. One of one of those two. One of those two Koreas. Um, <laughs> the so they were. We were ready to make peace partnership with them. Like they were upcoming, you know, kind of nation. It kind of found like their oil and the economics started to kind of kick off. And uh, I, I can't remember. It was Eisenhower or who the president was, but they were like. You know, ready to go into business with them. Hey, bring them into the fold. Make them a partner of ours. Make them an ally of ours. Like, forever, you know, us together. And Alan fucking Dulles. This fucking guy. He fucking... <laughs> so he he was so paranoid that the leadership over there was actually negotiating deals backhandedly with the communists throughout the world. He convinced the president of that and so what did he do he fucking sent his guys over there disguised as again locals and stuff like that he rec fucking recruited locals he staged an entire coup to overthrow the sitting fucking president of that country got him literally ran out of town ran like by threats of death they were trying to kill him on his way out Total, he started a total mutiny revolution of their country. Yeah. Got that guy fucking ran out. The guy fucking spent the rest of his life in fucking hiding in other countries so he would not get killed. And then Alan Dulles just left whatever that country was to fucking go into turmoil. And of course, it turned into a military state after that. And then we have what we have ever fucking since. So if that dude didn't make that fucking call, we'd all be fucking living on, you know, gravy fucking street with biscuit wheels paved on fucking Iraqi or any fucking gold oil. Yeah, we'd, we'd, be, we'd be fucking, we'd be world <clears throat> allies and 9-11 wouldn't have, none of that shit would have happened. But one hey, fucking asshole. Who knows? There could have been, I mean, you know, that's the butterfly effect. You never know, like, you know, what that would have, of course, but I mean, it, it's that, I mean, that divided that timeline so harshly, so fuck, and, and again, we did that. 
Mm-hmm. We they had a president. They loved the guy. It was going well. Everybody liked. And then we sent in people to fucking rile up any insurgency and fucking told, started an entire revolution in that country and got that guy ran the fuck out. Well, I mean, like, I don't know the story fully. I'd like to actually uh, look up a book about it. Uh, but but what's going on in Libya right now that nobody talks about is along the same kind of lines. And again, I won't I won't get into details because I don't know them very well. But basically, we fucked over the uh, the one of the regimes that was there. Same same story that we always do. We're we're gonna back you. Pull out. It goes to shit. Libya is not even. It doesn't even have a current government. It's a country without a government. It is literally entirely ran by whichever rebel, uh, you know, uprising has the most guns and and has the most power at the moment. It is a, 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 a entire country under rebel rule and and constant battle and strife and war. Like, I mean, and and it was it was a country that that had that had some stability, and it. I mean, just like this is the shit that happens that the press doesn't really talk about. There's no reporters over in Libya. Of course not, because they'll get their fucking brains blown out. There's literally no government. It's a whole country with no government right now. Okay, I mean, and we and we were we were one of the the causes of that. So I don't know. That, yeah, who, that'll be... who, who knows when that book's going to be written? Who was fucking behind that? Like, who was the mastermind mastermind behind that? I've got a good guess about the people that were behind it, and it's it's. I some... did not have anything to do with living. No, it's it's way no. <laughs> actually, actually, I do know that it. This is a lot of the Obama. <laughs> this, this is this happened a lot under the the Obama, Mister. I never, you know, I never had a scandal. I'm I'm you know squeaky clean. Never had anything go wrong under my regime. It was under his regime I mean, that all that when all I was in office. Those scandals. I'm black. Vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, basically, that's all it was. Oh fuck me! That I mean, you know, that guy, that guy came in so fucking like speaking beautifully and perfect on the first term, like like saying all the fucking right things at all the right times, and literally by 2000 and uh, was eight when his was his second term. Yeah. No, oh. 2004. No, wait, wait. No. 2008 was when he was elected. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then 2012, that motherfucker went scorched earth because, like, he, because uh, remember in 2000, that's right, because 2008 was when he won the first time, saying all the right things. I'm going to unite America. There's no white America. There's no black America. There's the United States of America. All this bullshit. Yes, well, we can. Well, then he passed Obamacare, forced it. Now, he didn't pass it, actually. He forced it through against the cost, against the Constitution. And in 2010, was one of the biggest waves against a uh, sitting president. Like like the wave we were expecting this year, it happened then. Like that was when the Tea Party came uh, started, and it was a huge wave against him. And he fucking said, you know what? Mm-mm, fuck this. I'm pulling the race car. We're, we're going racial. And in 2012, that's when he ran against Mitt Romney. And, you know, that was the whole, you know, uh, Biden said, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to put y'all back in chains and everything switched from his second term. All it, that, that's when all the, the Trayvon Martin thing started. And instead of instead of being presidential and being like, look, let's, uh, you know, let, let's let's keep our heads. Let's let's be, you know, let's be smart. Of us. Let's understand the cops have this and that going on or, you know, like 
know, like situations happen, you know, with, with races and, and there's, there's, there's things. No, no. He, he came out and said, look, Trayvon Martin, I, that could be my son. We're getting, we're getting gunned down. So like he, he's, he's, fuel, he's sending, sending uh, white house officials to the funeral of Michael Brown, the hands up, don't shoot guy that attacked the police. So like he went full scorched earth in that second term and kind of led us down this road of where we're at now with all this, uh, you know, crazy racial strife that we have in division. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. We had a black president for two straight terms and we are literally worse off than we were before. Uh, Colin Kaepernick <laughs> won't let him play. Got to take a yeah. knee. Poor guy. That poor guy that grew that got adopted by a white family uh, from a black family that didn't want him and raised him in in wealth and prosperity and and nurtured his uh, quarterbacking career all the way to the NFL. I mean, that guy was just you talk about having a hard time mistreated. Oh, now he's talking shit about his white parents too. If you haven't seen, oh uh, yeah, he's gonna throw them under the bus. Yeah. And they're probably too soft to say anything about it. They, they seem like two fucking just Midwestern. I don't know where they're from, but like just two fucking milk toast. Nice. Well, they're I probably mean, heartbreaking. They're probably I was gonna heartbroken. Say, like, dude, like how yeah. heartbroken would you be? Yeah. They're, they're probably crushed. Like, fuck man. Yeah. We, I, we you, made raised, you raised that fucking kid. You fed the fucking kid. You made sure that his every need was there. And then on top of it, yeah, he shows athletic prowess. Well, you make sure he's got fucking cleats. He's got the best fucking coaching. You know, he, he has everything he needs. He's got fucking yeah. uh, resources in the school. You know, make sure he makes his grades. You, you know, gets a scholarship. Fucking, you know, I mean, everything that you do as a parent to get it. Because people forget about... Uh, they really do forget about the parents and these athletes' lives a lot of times, man. These parents, you see them. You see them out there. And, again, 99% of them, yeah, they're just parents watching their kids. But for that 1%, man, to be there every Saturday, you know, at the ball field, fucking making sure your kid gets to practice on time on fucking Tuesday at 5 o'clock, on fucking Thursday at 4 o'clock. Like Checking all homework. Checking homework, making sure you're on top of your grades. You're, you're making yeah. your grades. You're getting your studies. And then, if and if the if he's studying, fucking paying for tutors. Fuck, or if he's struggling, paying for tutors. Like, okay, he's he's pretty mm -hmm. good at this, but he's not good at math or whatever it is. You got to pay for fucking tutor. You got to make sure he makes his grades to fucking get him through school. To, he's got a chance to get a scholarship. I mean, even all the way to driving kids to fucking regional fucking tryouts to whatever. Like to make sure that they get fucked these these football camps to make sure their baseball camps make sure they get seen by a scout like there's a ton of shit that those parents go through to get those kids where they're at and mo and every kid i've ever seen is so grateful to their parents obviously it's the first thing most of them do is you know buy their mom and dad a fucking house you know has he looked up his car. real parents has he looked up like his birth parents and and oh, figured out where yeah but he hasn't but he hasn't he doesn't care like he's you know don't give a shit about it. I wonder how long he, how much longer he can keep this this uh stick up. Like like, I mean, eventually he'll everybody be Everybody know already. Nobody gives a shit about that dude anymore. But every once in a while he'll he'll it'll pop up about. I don't know, like Kevin. I mean, I'm still I'm still training. I'm still ready. I haven't seen that since the last when they when the Seahawks gave him in the actual tryout, which was only two years ago. I don't know if it was that long ago. Um, was it last year? It might have been last year. Like, oh, God. Yeah, like last offseason. 
and they show like three throws from it, and they were all three terrible. But of course, the Seahawks and Pete Carroll's like, oh, he was fantastic, calling him. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're thinking thinking about signing him, and and of course, they didn't sign him. And they have the worst quarterback situation going into last year that you could possibly imagine. Yeah, of course. And and Pete Carroll, you know, for all the things Sneaky Pete does, you know, for the football terms, the last thing you would ever accuse Pete Carroll of is being racist, that's for sure. So, like, it's definitely not that. The dude would win, the dude the dude would sell his own mama to fucking win a football game. We've already seen I mean he cheated his fucking nuts off at USC <clears throat> to get a couple national championships. Bailed out of that shit real fucking quick when the heat came down. You know, got lucky to get fucking Russell Wilson and, you know, had a GM that drafted badass defense, got a Super Bowl out of it. Dude's lived a charm fucking life, but again, the last thing you would ever say <clears throat> is that he's racist, so you can't say that. And are there like you people, said, are there people that actually don't like, is there confusion on the Kaepernick situation? Like, is it like uh, the divide? I don't think anymore. There, I mean, there there was a huge divide for a long time. I mean, like we, everybody knows that. Like, like he definitely was blackballed. Like, does everybody know that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think everybody knows that. Like, he was definitely blackballed, but that's not really the like hard part to figure. Out. Like, he he was blackballed because he was he wouldn't go along. He was it was just too hot. He he got to the point where he wasn't good enough to take that kind of heat as a starting quarterback. Well, that's the thing is he wasn't that that's the thing nobody seems to remember. He never took a knee. He never did any of this shit while he was the starting quarterback. Right. Of the San Francisco 49ers. After he got benched for Blaine fucking Gabbert, that's when all this started. So yeah. like at that point, you're not good enough to put up with that. Yeah, you're shit. not good enough to put up with the shit. So of course you got blackballed because it's like, I mean, once you once the circus starts like that, which it which it had started and 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 he perpetuated it uh, in the media. Anytime he was going to be brought in, it that it doesn't it didn't matter. That was the story of your team. That was going to be the drama. It's the of your same team. thing for Tim Tebow. Yeah, same thing. He got it, he got blackballed too, essentially. But yeah, guess what? You weren't good enough to play. If you're not good enough to play, then they're not going to put up with this shit. They're not going to put up with the media circus. I mean, the last team, what was the Patriots that signed Tebow, and he didn't make the regular season roster. They signed him. Well, no, no, no. Sorry. The last team that signed him was uh, Urban Meyer down in Jacksonville, and that lasted like two weeks. Oh, yeah. That was when he tried to play tight end. Yeah, they lasted like two weeks, and that didn't happen. Yeah, like, yes. And that's that's all the proof you need. It's like it doesn't matter if you're white or black. It doesn't mean if you're fucking kneeling for for uh, Black Lives Matter or you're kneeling for God. It doesn't fucking matter if you are not good enough to to uh, for a team to put up with in the league to put up with that kind of a circus. You are fucking gone. You're just yeah, because his gone. teammate was Armstead, the cornerback. Four Niners didn't cut him because he was still a badass. Now a few a few years later, when he wasn't at the top of his game anymore and he wasn't gonna start for him, yeah, he got cut. You talking about Eric Reed? Eric Reed, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played for a little bit after that, um, but yeah, again, he, that's he's, he's still a safety. Fucking really good. He was just a safety. That's not. It's not a quarterback. Like it's a whole. You know, you can blend in as a safety who's a fucking idiot. You can blend in as a receiver even sometimes. That's a fucking. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. 
He got a lot of second chances, you know, <laughs> he's just being a fucking idiot. But when you are the quarterback, it I just mean, look at fucking work. is it Josh jo- or Gordon? Yeah, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, you get a lot. You get a lot extra second chances and third chances when you're outside the quarterback. But with the with a topic that's that is as hot as Kaepernick's was, and the the amount of ratings that they were losing because they did lose, you know, some. They, I mean, it wasn't like crippling or anything, but. NFL is not in the business of losing anything. They they like to grow their audience. So if if you take a five percent hit, they don't like that. So yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't know that we'd ever talked about that on here. I just wanted to make sure that was on the bashes of Babylon record. That uh, it's real simple, Kaepernick. You weren't good enough anymore. You knew it. You were just transitioning your career into an activist. And uh, I don't know. Maybe he's smart. Maybe maybe that was the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, and God bless him. That's fine. He's not go, smart. Oh, that actually, I've heard him talk. He's really not smart. I mean, no, I would, but I mean, like, God bless him. Like, go be an activist. That's fine. But like, don't be an active activist that pretends to want to play football. They that's they, that's the only thing. They're trying to put us in. They're going to put us in chains. That 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 draft process is like a slave auction. Yeah, and then fucking like he kept trying to get back into the NFL. Like, <laughs> who tries to get back into slavery? Like. <laughs> That's not how that works it's at so all. Fucking, it's so fucking stupid that you just have to laugh at it. It's like, and, uh-huh. and I just wish that we could get, you know, more people. I wish we could just, I wish all the stupid people in the world or in the, in this country, I wish they had to. That's a lot. It is a lot, but look, we got plenty of time. I wish, I wish they had, <laughs> I wish they had to do an interview. Like, like if you are, if you, anytime that that'd be a good law to pass anytime you say something you, you post something on a social media and it is like whatever ratio like whatever it is that like it's like oh my god everybody like 90 percent of people are like this the guy is so stupid or this girl is so stupid it's like okay you got ratio like that you have to go do an interview on um, you know, uh, our show or anybody's show, you have to do an interview. You have to answer for your stupidity and put it on camera. You can't hide behind the keyboard. So like, yeah, anybody that, that, like comes that out, would end the bot troll. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I mean, 80% of those things are not, aren't even humans. Well, they need to get rid of that too. Then like, how's that? How is that? Like, like we, they're listening to a conversation now, and if my phone's over there or my Alexa's over there, it it's smart enough to pick up that and send me fucking advertising, um, you know, things that oh, I yeah. might like. Oh, but it, but we can't stop bots. We we can't we we can't possibly find these fake hot chicks on on Facebook that that are not real accounts. We can't possibly find that. That's, that's, we, I wish we had that technology, but we just don't have it yet. Of course, they fucking have it, but all that does is garner more, you know, user interaction. So why would they like the whole point of social media is get user interaction. So it's a godsend to those. In fact, I'm sure that fucking Zuckerberg or one of those fucks probably facilitated the invention of all that shit. Like, Hey, what could drum up? Like they're in their think tank. Like what could drum up more user interaction? What if we could send in computer agents to just say incendiary shit, um, in a topic thread, like, hey, let's make, you know, incendiary uh, comments against anything that's posted against the left. Let's just go Man, say, 
I wonder you know, if you need that. Do you need that? Because there actually are really stupid people out there all the time saying stupid shit. You need it to embolden those people because without those, like, because I mean, who would go? It's it's like the it's like uh, you ever seen the wildebeest gather like at the river? And they know the crocs are in there. Like the crocodiles are like they're there. They're just dipping. There's fucking like 10 million of these goddamn things. They got to go somewhere. They know they got to go across the river. They know they fuck, They know they have to get across to get to the fucking savannah to feed and breed and survive. So it's like they're all just kind of stomping around at first. Like who's going to be the first jackass to jump in here? And eventually one of them, and once one goes, they all fucking go. So I it's bet like you the, the first one deal. never gets eaten either. No, of course not. Across the wave, first one is like always makes it. Yeah, because once one goes, and the I mean a thousand follow right after. Yeah. Like the Crocs are waiting for the fucking stragglers. <clears throat> right. Of course they're waiting for the stragglers. But that's the point. Is like without those bots out there making those comments, like that's what emboldens you know the stupid people to follow up on the oh oh there's somebody that said something out loud that I'm thinking well if they could say yeah. it. I could say it. They got some likes. I can get some likes. Like, that's just how it fucking works. It's so fucking... It, it's genius to embolden. And it's both sides. Like I said, you, you they send them on both sides. They fucking... I, I look at all the comments on anybody that posts on the left and anybody posts on the right. It's always the same. Like, it's always the same shit on both sides. And people still interact with that. And I don't understand it. Like... You know immediately when it's a bot comment. All you have to do is read it. You know it. And if you click, if you take two seconds to click on their profile and see it was created in 2011 and they have 100 followers, guess what? That's not a real fucking person. That account has been sold a thousand fucking times. It's just in the control of somebody that's just fucking programmed to be a bot at this point. It's got 72 numbers and their fucking username, like... It's all the same shit. Like, it's so fucking simple to figure out. But yet, people are still like, fuck you. You fuck. Like, how the fuck did you say that? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, well, why? Why? Why do you interact when I become, with them? When I become president, it will be penalty by uh, public hanging. If you, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you are a bot or... <laughs> Or if you have created a bot or however, I don't know. I don't, we'll figure it out. But yeah, it's gonna be public executions are coming back when I'm when I'm in charge. This feels like Bill Burr's presidency. Yeah, he's like I mean, he's like well, he's talking about what he's like. He's like, There's there's too there's too many of you. There's too many of you. Like sixty percent of you have to go. He's like, but you can't run on that. He's like, well, I am elected. I promise to eliminate 60% of you. There is a test under your chair right now. Mm-hmm. If you didn't bring a pencil, you're already out. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, yeah, we, I mean, death happens all the time. We like to freak out in this country when certain people die by the hands of certain other people, but death happens all the time. So let's not act like we freak out because people will die. Uh, and when bad people die, I don't really think it should be that big of a deal. Like, like the the guy on the subway, the fucking jackass that that you know was harassing people in New York, and the 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 oh, ex- the forty time convicted fucking yeah. insane punched, person punched the old lady in the face, tried to kidnap a kid. Like, I'm sorry, 
uh, I feel actually I don't feel bad. Like it, it, his family didn't even give a shit about his family's trying to come up now and and you know get in front of the media. Oh, yeah, soon. And, and, yeah, but they didn't give a shit about him. Where were they for the last ten years while he's been losing his mind in the fucking New York subway system? So I don't feel bad that he's dead. I don't care. Like the the more it's sad that it got to that point. It's sad that his family didn't help him. It's sad that he didn't have a, a, a city and a state that had a place for him to go and take care of him for his needs, whether it was drugs or mental illness, whatever that part's sad, but I'm not sad that, that a guy that was that dangerous to the public is dead. I don't care. I don't care about dead, bad, dead people. I just don't. No, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to have empathy for a lot of things. In today's society, for sure. Um, but speaking of, just round it back real quick to the whole um, bombshell report that dropped. You know, we've said that nobody's going to go to prison, which I fully believe nobody's going to prison. However, uh, there are a few people that were named in the Mueller report and were defamed, defrauded, and fired that absolutely could sue the fuck out of some of those uh, quote-unquote fired or let go or retired FBI people that led that shit, and they will win 100, like, they'll have to settle out of court. It'll be a civil suit. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, the Mueller report or the Durham report? Because of the Durham report, uh-huh. there were a few, there was a couple of people, and I can't recall their name off the top of my head, but there was a couple of people that were, um, said to be the head of the connection to the whole Trump and like the middlemen and they fucking, they got like railroaded out of their oh, profession. Yeah yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. I, uh, I don't remember their names either, but yeah, I can't call them, but those people, they could absolutely sue the shit and out they, of them. And they should. And, and they, they should. should. And they should. And they'll, and they'll settle. Our government will settle and they should get every fucking dime of a civil suit because they literally got railroaded out of the profession for a fake ass mm-hmm. fucking report. So yeah, nobody's gonna go to prison, but it should cost at least somebody some. Fun, which again, it's just gonna cost us in the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, it comes out of our pocket, but you know, like you know what? So is fucking Zelensky's fucking retirement fund. So I'd rather pay for somebody they got wronged than fucking pay for that goddamn pedo criminal Zelensky. Zelensky? Yeah, the fucking president of Ukraine. Oh, Zelensky. He's a pedo, too? Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah, all right. That motherfucker. <sighs> He's fucking people. I mean, who... How do you get to be president when you, your biggest shtick is you play the piano with your balls on, as a comedy routine? Like, hmm? I don't understand that. I hope, I hope you're making that up. No! Not making that up at he all. Plays balls with his, he plays piano with his balls, does he? So it was a comedy routine. I can't remember what. I don't remember if it was. I don't think it was Saturday Night Live, but it was him and another. Because you know he's an actor. You know that, right? I knew he was. Yes, I knew that. Yeah. So he's he's an actor through uh, uh, plays and stuff, but he's also a comedic actor too. Him and this other guy had a comedy routine where they would come out in three-piece suits and both go to the piano like they were going to sit down and play like a dual concerto or something. And then behind the piano, they would pull down their pants (laughs) and they would put their hands up like this 
and they would hover over the piano and they'd just start bouncing and it'd be like and they play like a classic piano piece supposedly with obviously it's a joke they weren't really playing with their balls and it was very funny but i was like the first time i saw him I was like i've seen that guy before i don't know where i've seen him, but i've seen him before and then i saw the clip i was like that's that motherfucker playing the piano with it again wasn't really playing with his balls nobody's that talented but it was a good bit it was a funny bit he was doing chopsticks with his balls chopsticks with his balls with another guy yeah, yeah. that guy is now somehow and again I, I told you guys and told you guys and told you guys on here on any anywhere you heard me say it anytime anytime from now until the end of time i guess in the current media and social media says anytime that people go all in on something just know it's corrupt just know it's wrong just know it's not the right thing to do when the whole world or the whole social media and all the mainstream media says we stand with ukraine we stand with ukraine we say and everybody changes their goddamn uh twitter handle and it's got a ukraine flag in it anytime that happens there is a nefarious reason behind it and now we know it was because they were trying to cover up all the shit that hunter biden did in ukraine and continue to funnel the fucking money through there because joe's got to get fucking paid because he's gonna be dead soon yeah we've we've had a compromised president because not only just because of hunter but because of the actions of actual joe biden over the decades he's been in office we got a compromised president and but the it, crazy it, thing is like it's not so here's what everybody needs to understand yeah joe biden's been in office forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and he's always been who he is or whatever he's always been a liar he's always been a racist he's always been a pedo but come on come on man he was never rich he was never rich until he was vice president and when he was vice president they told him like look this is your last stop this is it this is as high as you're ever gonna get we're gonna let you be fucking obama's vice president so do what you need to do take care of your family this is it for you you're done show them and hillary's next so you're out so what did he do at that point that's when he unleashed hunter and went all over the world and broke it all all this money he made and all these backdoor deals is why he was vice president because he never thought as they told him he would ever be in the spotlight again and if he wasn't if he wasn't the president of the united states we'd never know about any of this stuff no. and he'd still have all these millions funneling to him they set up lccs in their grandkids names funneling that shit into their grandkids fucking names and companies yeah and none of these llc's which i don't know boys and girls if you ever started llc i've started one ever in my life uh, there's a form to fill out. You have to have a business purpose, a statement, you know, a, a making cash. A, that's our business. A reason. We're, we're the Bidens. Yeah. A reason cash. to do it. Like, you know, whether you sell pizzas, you fucking brew beer, you know, whatever you do, you do, but not one of these LLCs, not one has a stated purpose of business. Not one. They forgot. They just come on, man. It just, I didn't. Uh, I thought we could fill that in later when yeah. we figure that part out. I, I wasn't aware that this was like a 
you got to have it, you know, when you turn it in type thing. <laughs> that's news to me, man. Well, that's what the government told me when I filled mine out, but whatever. Oh, you know what? We need to create our own LLC and we'll just make it like open-ended, kind of just open-ended. Yeah, and, why not? Uh, of course, we're definitely going to check the box of, um, if there's not a box, we're going to write it in that we are uh, trans black women. And for sure. Oh, and we're nonprofit. We got to be nonprofit. Nonprofit black trans women open-ended on, you know, exactly what we do. And like, I mean, it's kind of, you know, we'll figure that part out. We're but out here making no profit. Who cares what we're doing? You know, we've whatever. been a victim. We've, we're victimized, so somebody <laughs> needs to pay us uh, in some form or fashion, and we'll figure that part out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I got one last thing, and that's all I got. Uh, so these videos now that are going viral of kids in major cities that are going out into traffic, and I mean into traffic, and literally getting cars, like hoarding around and making them stop, and then jumping on cars and stomping on cars and doing these things in major cities. Here's a PSA for all of you drivers out there. If they're not in a pedestrian crosswalk and they're just in the middle of the street and they're doing this shit, just hit them. Just fucking hit them. Because you know what? There's cameras. All these major cities have fucking cameras. Or here's a better part. Get dashboard cameras for yourself you can get fucking two-way cameras that show you and show what's going on in the street you can install them yourself very simple to do get that shit install it in your fucking car that way you got fucking evidence and run these motherfuckers over run them over yeah, run them the fuck over that goes back to the whole um i don't care if evil people die thing so, and you know what? That's, let's expand that. I You're don't not going to kill them because they're not like going like, they're not getting on 75. On the highway? It's a they're bullshit. Not, they shut down highways all the time. I see them mostly like toward like people turning and kind of in intersections or whatever, but they're not in the crosswalk. They're like in the fucking intersection. Yeah, you don't think that if you like, like if they don't move, you just kind of, even if you're just like creeping, whatever, like evil and stupid people, I don't care. I mean, Hold you can on. clip them at a good, a good clip and roll them off and they won't die. I mean, they could, well, if they land on their head, they're going to die, but. Or what if they roll under? <laughs> or if they go like straight down and you go over? Well, that's their bad fucking No, I, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't care. Like, I mean, I'm just saying like they could, that, yeah, even at a slow speed, you could kill them, but that's actually, um. That was Stop actually breaking for these motherfuckers. It was Run suicide. It was suicide by car. Is how if I'm not a lawyer, but I well, would I would say suicide by car. Quick side note on that. So uh, I was doing an investigation. Sidebar. I was doing an investigation on um, in a previous life and previous company on uh, one of our company vehicles that did strike and kill a pedestrian. And the family was suing us, but we had GPS in that vehicle and with the street corner camera or whatever, it showed that the light was green, the vehicle was going, that person was waiting. It showed them waiting, waiting, waiting on another vehicle and ran out in front of the vehicle on purpose mm. and killed them, but... Not only that, not only do we have the video evidence, 
Later, they found a suicide note that said, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> so it, I was making a joke. It was literally suicide. It was literally by, suicide by a oh, fucking vehicle. Like that okay, person so then, literally so did. Precedent. So it's yeah. precedent. So anytime you hit one of these protesters. Uh, They're not even protesting. That's the thing. They're not even pro- like these. It's a game now. These kids are playing a game. Yeah, whatever. Like anytime you hear one of these, you hit one of these assholes, go to work, finish your shift. And then when you get done and you call the cops and be like, hey, I think I, I think I, um, I may have, I got some brains on my car. I think I may have killed. I think, I think one of these guys committed suicide on my car. Then there, and you can be like, but there's precedent. So it's happened before. Uh, I got a, I got a suicide incident on my car. Do I need to come in? Uh, I'm a victim. So I'm, and I have, I do have an LLC. So I, I need, I mean, when you send me a check, cause I'm a victim of this suicide by car, you need, I'll tell you where you send my check because I don't forget. I also am a uh, black trans um uh females so and my last name is clinton so of course they suicided themselves off of my car (laughs) fucking stupid people man that's that's the theory of the show stupid fucking people all right longhorn you got anything else Nah, that's it that's it i'm a little disappointed we don't have the guests we're supposed to have but that's that's becoming a common theme we're gonna have to like regroup as a company and figure out how we're going to um, branch out and get actual i think we need to form another at least five llc's and then (laughs) at some point we can funnel maybe some ukrainian guests some chinese guests uh who knows We, we live in a fucking world where everybody has something to goddamn say all the fucking time nonstop, whether it's on fucking instagram or fucking comment sections we literally in a world live in a world where everybody is constantly wanting to say something and we can't get anybody to come on and fucking talk it's pissing me off it's kind of it's kind of giving me the dumps i can feel like my energy level is a little lower tonight like i just why won't people talk to us god damn it <laughs> <laughs> nobody will play with me <laughs> fuck me man that's it for me all right, boys and girls, that's it for us and uh, episode 38 of the Bastards of Babylon here on the Revolution Network. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Get this podcast, Football of Freedom, my boy Longhorn, the Mini podcast with me, and then the Football Glory Hole, which will be coming strong. We already got week one lines out. We're expecting week, uh, well, all lines out for all 272 games. Mm, probably within the next few days, I think the West guys will be dropping that and we'll be doing some analysis on that coming up pretty damn quick. But until then, uh, we love you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Please tell a friend and tell that friend and tell a friend. Until then, we will see you next week.